It's time to level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Mastering the inner game. Meditate, elevate, celebrate. Mindset. Level up. Make sure you hit that like, share, and subscribe button so you never miss out on any of our great mindset content. Hey guys, I hope you're having another beautiful day and making the most of the gift that we have, which is the present. Now today we're going to dive into a great topic, which is all about the importance of good nutrition as an athlete and some tips on how to improve it to raise your performances. Now for anyone who's tuning in for the first time, my name is Julian Service. I am the head mindset coach and I am always at your service and I am a ex-division one and professional baseball player here to help you from all my experiences and knowledge along my journey to help you get to the next level and make your potential the highest it can be. So a diet that's bad for your overall health can't be good for your performance. That's Kobe himself saying those wise words. And it's that simple. If you eat better, you perform better. However, athletes tend to get heavily focused on exclusively intaking protein, and sometimes miss out on those key nutrients that are needed to help the body's functions and move themselves to that next level. Typically for athletes, they don't have a problem eating food. It's controlling their ability to overeat and overindulge in junk food while still eating those fruits and veggies and the key vitamins and minerals they need. Now, the key for performing is successfully fueling consistently at the right time. If you eat too late, it's not going to be absorbed in time. And of course, you could have stomach issues and lack of energy. But if you eat too early, then potentially you burned off some of that fuel before training or competition even started. So finding that perfect timing and specifics of what elevates your performance is vital for competing against elite competitors. Some people like to do it maybe two hours before. Some people need three or four. And it's just about finding your metabolism, your body, and what works best for you. Now, a well-balanced diet is crucial for maintaining strenuous training and recovering consistency. Everyone's body needs a certain amount of calories and macros to either maintain, gain, or lose. And athletes burning more than the average person on the daily definitely need a lot more fuel to keep their body growing and maintaining. Athletes are always needing to intake higher protein and carb levels as they need to repair muscles and they're constantly moving. But just because they need more calories does not make it okay to refuel with highly processed or junk food. Some believe calories in, calories out. That is true to a certain extent, but that is more when you're just thinking of weight loss. But definitely having more nutrient-dense choices, either way, are going to boost all functions in the body to its highest potential. Which should be the goal, right? So not just getting by, but excelling at our nutrition. Of course, hydration is a very important uh, part of all our human performances because once we get slightly dehydrated, we actually will have a lot of decreases in our human performance, such as, you know, your heart rate will spike. So your cardiovascular has to work harder. Your strength levels will decrease. You'll have muscle cramps and muscle spasms and are more likely to occur often if you are always on a lower level of your hydration. 
So you can prevent that by trying to stay as hydrated as possible. Now, athletes always need electrolytes paired with water to ensure the correct balance of salts and minerals are maintained for those who are actually sweating profusely, so people who are training a lot. Now, electrolytes assist the nerves in transmitting signals efficiently into the muscles. And if you're lacking them, that is when you have spasms and cramps um, able to occur. And this is why sport drinks are filled with electrolytes. However, it's better to create your own mix because they're much healthier and more specific for your sport or training to ensure that you're getting adequate intake of the right nutrients. A lot of the mainstream sports drinks are full of sugar and sugar will give you the ability to keep going, but it's also going to be a slight high, slight crash, just like any other thing. So you want to be focused in on getting the right style of electrolytes, which are mostly different types of salts that just balance out when you're taking in lots of water. Um, if you don't take in enough electrolytes and you take in a lot of water, there's actually um, a type of case for this and you can get sick from it as well. So we need to make sure we have the right quantities and ratios between the water and our salts. Now a balanced diet should include protein, carbs, and healthy fats. So those are our macronutrients, the big three. But we also have micronutrients, which are vitamins, minerals, and these help aid the digestion and uptake of our macronutrients. So the body absorbs more nutrients when paired with specific enzymes. And it just happens that fruit and veggies contain these enzymes plus a lot of fiber. So this is all crucial in making a smooth functioning GI and gut health. And the gut is connected to our second brain. So that releases serotonin, dopamine, which are hormones that help our body function at the highest level and are part of our happiness and reward system. So if we want to be producing the most amount of you know, happiness and reward coming from our own body, then food is what's going to do that. That's what changes your mood. That's what changes how you're feeling. It is all based on what you're putting in your body. So when you feel your stomach or your gut uh, instinct is telling you something, it's probably a good idea to listen to it because it is a part of our brain and it is a big portion of actually how we connect, how we feel, and how we perform. Just think about it. If you had an upset stomach, would you be inclined to want to go tackle a marathon? Probably not. But if your stomach felt great, you know, you're having no issues, you're more inclined. So your nutrition makes a big difference of what you're willing to tackle in the day for training or how you're going to compete uh, in different um, endeavors. Now, a large topic amongst athletes is supplements. Which ones are the best? How much do I take? Well, it all depends on what you're supplementing for. If you're lacking something, then it's best to try and find a food source for the deficiency. However, sometimes time and energy make you resort to a faster and easier option. Nothing wrong with using these sources, but less is more when it comes to the long haul of supplementing a nutrient. Often athletes need more protein and recovery nutrients, and a shake is a quick fix for the issue. But if possible, always choose food sources that contain the nutrients needed compared to a highly processed powder just because it's easier. If you can meal prep and prioritize properly, supplementing will only be needed when really necessary. Plus, a lot of those different supplements, it'll tell you don't take for more than three months or you know X amount of days that it says based on what's going into your body. Even different multivitamins, sometimes they tell you to take a break on it. So the kidneys and the liver have to do a lot of filtering and 
your body needs to be functioning at its highest level when it comes to the filtering part of our system. That is very key for how our blood's going to be in terms of our blood oxygen, um, blood oxygen saturation levels, but as well just how effectively we are removing toxins from the body as well. And if we have too much of that, then of course there's going to be issues down the road. So it's really keen to just make sure for supplements, you have a good understanding of what is in that supplement because there's a lot of extra crap that they put into them to bind with the ingredient to make it last on the shelf longer and really be keen that can you take in a food source that's going to give you this supplement compared to a quick fix powder just because maybe you're lacking a little bit of food preparation or a little bit of energy towards working in what's better for you. So don't always take the easier, quicker route unless it's last resort. Now with supplements and their purpose, just go through a few of the big ones and what they're really for. So protein is really big for muscle repairing and development. Our body needs protein to make new muscle. And a lot of times it creates new muscle actually from turning fat into the muscle. So we can use a lot of things in our own body, but we need to supplement and get at least an X amount of protein based on our body weight. So typically there's different ratios depending on, you know, what your body size is. But if you're getting anywhere from, you know, one, two, three grams of protein per kilogram of your body, then you're probably doing really well. Now with athletes, they can actually double that number, triple that number. So it all depends on your goals and what you're trying to do. For instance, um, an athlete that is somewhere around 190 pounds, they might be trying to get 250 to 300 grams of protein. So you have to just know what your goals are and what the purpose of it is. But as an athlete, you typically will need more protein than the average person, which could take 0.8 to 1 gram per kilo. Um, but when you're trying to do more, you need more. Now, the next one is creatine. Now, this is a big one a lot of people like to take. Um, it's used for muscle density, strength, and power in your workouts. It helps your body in the first phase of our systems, our energy systems, um, which is the phosphate creatine system, which is used in explosive movements. The first uh, two, two seconds really after that, it turns into the anaerobic system, which then becomes glycolytic. So now we're starting to burn glycogen and glucose, which comes from carbs. So creatine is very necessary. If you're doing a lot of power movements, if you're trying to be fast speed, you're going to need that for your muscles to be able to continuously work at a high level. Now, BCAAs are, um, you know, very important because they help with muscle fatigue during activity. Now, these are just your amino acids that help facilitate the protein in doing their job. And amino acids are a part of the protein chain. And usually people like to take this before or during, some people after, but a lot of people usually drink it during. However, sometimes because of the protein in it, well, the source that the amino acids that are working together with the protein, it can be hard on the stomach at times. So I've had clients or myself that if I drank a little too much BCAs during workout or training, then you usually get a little bit of a stomach ache. So you have to be kind of moderation on how much you drink. But of course, what's trial and error, you'll figure that out. But it's really good at helping your body already start to maintain during a workout, especially when you're doing heavy volume, heavy intensities. 
you start to feel a bit fatigued, the BCAAs can help get you through that um, workout or training session. So they're very important. And usually you don't need to get crazy amounts, just what it says for servings, and that will get you by. Now, glutamine is a great recovery um, supplement for your muscles. It helps aid in the body repairing the muscle and it helps the protein synthesize even better. So if you're trying to speed up a day or two of your legs being sore or your body feeling sore, achiness, then glutamine is what's going to help your body. And we do have small amounts of it as well with leucine and um, a few other L means. And their whole job is to help facilitate the protein in developing and repairing the muscle. So that is a great supplement for a lot of people who are doing heavy training. Now there's glucosamine, which is what we've heard a lot to do with sometimes with arthritis or joint health, and it helps with anti-inflammation as well. Um, And its biggest thing is to just help facilitate the body in repairing the joints and removing inflammation, which is again, just a lack of circulation issues. Um, We have collagen, which is what our body needs for joint and bone, uh, bone health. And you can get collagen from eating food. Like if you eat the grizzle, off of like chicken bones and stuff like that, that's going to have collagen in it as well. Um, It's what helps our hair, our nails, our skin, and the joints as well. So a key part of making sure your body stays in peak position because a lot of times when you're an athlete, you're doing so many repetitions through a joint, through your knees, your ankles, your hips, elbows, shoulders, and you wear down those joints. So collagen is what helps maintain healthy joints. And it will allow you to, you know, be able to maintain whatever sport you're playing. For me, I played baseball. So after about 15 years of throwing a baseball, my elbow was pretty much, you know, had different injuries along the way. But stress fractures, different bone spurs, uh, little parts of uh, the joint that eat away over time from high repetition. And that is something that will be needed to make sure your body can keep performing. Now, of course, a lot of pre-workouts, they will have caffeine, and it's just to increase your focus and intensity during your training. It helps block pain as well. So a lot of times, you know, things can be a little bit of a suffering when you're an athlete training, and any way to block out some of the pain is helpful. Um, But of course, it is usually used for people who need an extra little boost in being that clarity and helping their intensity, their energy levels to destroy and just get through a workout and training session with the utmost killer attitude, right? That's what pre-workout's all about. You want to maximize your training or your workout. Uh, Some people feel like they need it for every workout. I've tried to go the natural way where I eat fruits and uh, really prep the proper way and get away from just attacking caffeine as my only source. And it's way better. You don't have the crashes. You don't have to worry about, you know, getting through a workout where you feel really great. And then almost by the end, you feel completely dead. So definitely take it with a grain of salt when it comes to pre-workout and make sure you're not abusing it. You don't need it all the time. Use it sparingly when you really need that boost to just make sure your training sessions or workouts are being maximized. And of course, vitamins and minerals, vitamins support immune health and function, and they help in aid digestion. They have a lot of the pairing enzymes with them to help the body function. Um, when you get into your B vitamins, they're very helpful in making sure the heart health is great, your brain health is great. Um, of course, fish oils are another key one with those 
that are going to help with um, your heart health, your cognitive function, your memory, uh, your clarity, your sharpness, your focus. So those are necessary for everyone, but especially with athletes because of sweating and perspiring, you're going to get rid of a lot of those vitamins that are just non-fat soluble, which means they don't stay in our body. Um, and then there's fat soluble, which will stay in our body. So we have to be able to continuously replenish those uh, vitamins and it's going to make sure our body stays at a high immune system. And of course, as athletes, we're constantly affecting our body's immune system because we're always, you know, training hard and trying to create new muscle. And in that process, you're actually kind of making your body down a level. So you're tearing your muscle fibers, you're putting in the effort that's going to make your body have to grow. But that means the body has to take away energy from the immune system and other things to fix and repair the other aspects we're trying to improve. So your immune system can drop. And that's why athletes can get sick sometimes a lot if they're not getting the right nutrients when they're doing so much training. Um, your immune system becomes compromised. So we want to really make sure we get that. And the minerals are huge because they help with muscle function, that nerve transmission, fluid balance, and keeping the blood oxygen saturation levels equal. So we are, again, need that for every day with uh, any person. But as an athlete, just because of perspiring, you need to get extra minerals and vitamins. So no matter if you enjoy meat or are vegetarian, there's a lot of options that can give you all of these um, different nutrients in the correct doses. But some people have preferences, right? We've all been raised in a different way, different cultures. And you have to find what works best for your body. Everyone's genetics are different. So it's not here to say you need to eat meat, you don't need to eat meat. It's whatever you find works best for you. But sometimes you need to experiment and trying don't eat meat, maybe try to eat meat, just play around with it to see what works best for you. So in my opinion, finding majority of your nutrients from veggies and fruits, grains, beans, lentils, etc., are a better and cleaner source for the body to digest. It takes less time for them to break down the meat and it especially red meat, you know, it takes way longer to break down. So fruits and veg might take 45, 60 minutes to completely break down compared to 48 hours or more for different types of meat. So everyone's preferences of bodies are different, but if it works for you, great, stick to what you're doing, but just make sure you understand that certain food are higher in fat and do take longer to break down. So majority of athletes need to cut back on heavy fatty red meat because it does hinder performance, right? It adds a lot of fat into the bloodstream. And if you have fat in your bloodstream, then you can't have oxygen. So the less oxygen you have, the less cardiovascular output, the less muscular output and performance will just decrease. So I wouldn't recommend eating steak right before competition, maybe on your off day, maybe after sure. Um, cause it will have protein, creatine, iron, things like that but it's not going to be something you want to consume beforehand because it's going to be very hard on your body and take a lot of the energy of your body to digest that versus performing. So lean white meat is better, chicken, turkey, those types of sources, but it's still a choice. Red meat does, does have some great nutrients, but you just have to use your timing of when to eat it if you are a fan of red meat. Um, now, I used to eat pretty much everything, red meat, um, white meat, anything fish, uh, shellfish, anything like that. And I found when I compared, the more I cut out red meat, the better my body felt, the more I performed, 
with, I'd say, more effective um, behaviors. So I wouldn't get moody. I wouldn't get uh, lethargic. I wouldn't get lazy feeling just because of what I ate is taking so much energy out of me. Um, the more I, I ate veggies and fruits and those lean white meats, a lot of fish, uh, my body felt way better. And I noticed that, of course, you're going to perform better, you're going to play better, you're going to do better. So everything has a connection in some way. And when you pay attention to what you're putting in the body, you can really take note of how you feel and not just eat it because everyone's eating it. If you're an athlete, you need to treat your body a little differently because remember, it's like you're, you know, a race car. <laughs> you got to think, are they putting in regular gas or high octane? So if you want to be functioning in a winner, then you're going to have to be putting in the right fuel to even come close to being at the top of the podium. So just have that mindset. If you want to be an athlete, you have to eat differently and train differently than the average person. So let's get into some tips to level up your nutrition. Number one, you need to drink at least one to two glasses of water when you first wake up and when you go, uh, when you're right, go to bed. So before you go to bed is a crucial one. I know some people wake up naturally and will drink water when they wake up just because they're thirsty, but that's because the body did so much detoxification while we um, are in a nice horizontal position. It's easier on the body to filter and get rid of toxins. Um, so that's why a lot of times you wake up and you have to go pee as well. So the body's doing so much when we sleep. So when you first wake up, it's great to get at least a glass or two of water and that's going to help your body's transition of getting those toxins out and moving into the metabolism speeding back up for the day. Um, as well, you want to be getting at least two to four liters of water just for the average person. So athletes need to be adding in potentially another one, two, four, five, six, eight, whatever the amount of perspiring. If you're an elite cyclist, you might need an extra like eight liters for the day if you're doing a big 150, 200 K day with lots of climbing versus, uh, maybe a baseball player who just needs to make sure that when they're out in the sun, that they have enough liquid for the day. So maybe they need an extra two liters. So you have to go based off what you're doing and what you're training for. Now, number two is you want to eat a wide variety of fruits and veggies. The color of the rainbow is the goal. And we always want to try and get at least six to eight fistful servings every day. And again, that is for your average person needs to get that. And majority of people I've come across don't eat that much <laughs> fruits and veggies. So as an athlete, if you get at least your six to eight, you're doing pretty good. But if you can get more, then you're going to be getting even more of those key micronutrients that help your energy levels and your metabolism. So that's very crucial for staying energetic and at your best levels for performance. Uh, number three, try eating more consistently throughout the day instead of three massive meals. So the average person isn't burning as much calories. So three meals at a good proportional size is sufficient. However, athletes respond better to meals every two to three hours because it maintains those insulin levels and your energy levels. And it'll avoid having huge spikes and crashes, which as an athlete, you don't want. It'd be terrible. You know, you feel like you're about to crash. And then next thing you know, you eat some food and you spike all the way up and then so forth and back and forth. So you want to avoid going up and down and you want to try and maintain at a better level. Now, number four is we need to drink more water and less sugary sports drinks. Yes, they give energy, but terrible for your body and lacking hydration. So they make you more thirsty, actually, and then you'll have to drink more water. And 
you're better off to just make your own mix. So it could be some form of, you know, a little BCAA, something that's got a little form of slight protein in it. Um, very little, especially when you're uh, performing or training. You don't want to have too much protein because it will be hard on the stomach. But just a little bit to help uh, the body start fixing those muscles and repairing while you're tearing them. And it'll just help longevity of the use. Uh, but of course, those key salts are going to be helping keeping the balance between the water and uh, the salt level. So if you're too high in salt, your sweat's going to be very salty. And that definitely means you need more water. And if you're sweating a lot and you're noticing that it's very, very liquidy, there's no salt, you know, anything like that, then maybe you do need a little more salt. But tendency is for salt is you'll start getting muscle spasms and cramps. Even if you're drinking lots of water, if you start getting those, then you're lacking salt. So you might need to, you know, for me, when I was in hot climates, I'd have pickle juice all the time and we'd have salt tablets before games just to make sure that because we are drinking so much water, we don't outdo the balance that we need to keep. So that's very key. Make your own sports drinks, it's much better for you. Number five is try always to choose raw, organic, and minimally processed ingredients. Now that goes for everyone, we should all be trying to do those things. But as an athlete, it's gonna make sure you get the most nutrient-dense uh, foods, and it's just gonna allow you to work at a better functioning level. So if you can get the best, then get the best. If you put in 87 gas and your car needs 97 gas, yeah, your car will run, but is it going to be at its optimal level? Just think of it like that. So you also wanna try to avoid fried and boiled food too much. So frying is very high in fat, of course. You're saturating whatever you're eating in a complete uh, fat source. And then boiling removes or kills a lot of the important nutrients in veggies. So steaming veggies or just eating them raw are going to be the best option. And then for most meats or food, just grilling it or baking your food is also going to leave it in the best option where you're not getting lots of fat. You're getting a healthier version. But it is key that a lot of people tend to boil veggies sometimes because they want them soft. Just know if you're going to boil it, you really actually need to drink the water that the veggies are in or else you're going to miss out on a lot of the vitamins and nutrients that are in them and as well when you do cook anything that are certain veggies you can kill a lot of the good enzymes so eating raw veggies you're always going to notice you have a better gut health than if you boil or over steam so try that see what it feels like uh, but of course if you can eating raw veggies is best and grill or bake your food Number seven is trying to avoid eating close to bed or late uh, in general because your metabolism slows down and the body can't focus on repairing when sleeping because it has to digest food or else it will rot. So food can't just sit in our body. So it's like, oh, you know, I eat, go to bed. All the things that it would be doing and repairing your muscles, you know, repairing your brain, doing all the necessary things to be at your best performance the next day it's focused on breaking down food. So you're gonna wake up feeling groggy, you're gonna wake up possibly with a little bit of a stomach ache. Um, so it's not gonna help us in the long run. And that goes for everyone. You really wanna avoid eating too late, um, just so you can maximize your recovery. That's the important thing. And it's very hard in the stomach since you're laying down with all that acid in the stomach. So we wanna just avoid eating too close to bed. Now number eight is fatty food 
will make you feel sluggish. So they take longer to break down, right? So fat is in the bloodstream. It decreases blood oxygen saturation, which is needed for maximal cardiovascular and muscular output. If your blood's pumping and every stroke volume that gets pumped out from the heart, you know, has say 30% less oxygen because there's so much fat in there, are you going to perform at your best? Obviously not. So just knowing when to eat those foods, even like avocado and those healthy uh, fatty, um, you know, sources such as like uh, olive oil or uh, nuts and things like that. You just got to be careful of when you eat them because the body takes longer to break down. Now, fat is our largest source of energy. It has the most ATP per gram and it's going to be used the most because majority of our time span is in a lower heart rate zone. So that is why our body can stay in the lipolysis uh, energy system, which is going to focus on burning fat. And that's why keto is such a big thing because all they're doing is putting your body into ketosis, which means you don't have enough carbs for your body to use. So it forces it to use body fat. And then the theory is it burns your body down. Majority of people, keto is one of the worst diets out there. I don't know whoever created that. It's a great thing to not have carbs. Uh, people need to figure out that you just need to eliminate certain starches. Uh, you don't need to get rid of carbs because carbs are what our body needs. It needs glucose for the brain to function um, or else you're going to have a lot of issues in clarity, focus, memory. You can start having issues with hair falling out, you know, really feeling weak, achy. So you need carbs. It's a matter of reducing starch and putting yourself in a slight deficit if you're someone for that type of realm when it comes to weight loss. But please do not do the keto because it is just a terrible diet. Um, now, with number nine, one superfood shake a day is a very beneficial way to mix everything you need into one huge super packed smoothie. So that could be fruits, veggies, different nut butters, variety of seeds like chia seeds, flax seeds, different sea algae like spirulina, chlorella, uh, your natural root powders like ashwanga, which is ginseng root, uh, maca. Um, you could go into the healthy greens that are high in chlorophyll, which are um, moringa. Uh, those are going to be great. So even turmeric is another great root. So in my smoothies, I usually put a variety of everything I just said. And it's been working for me amazing. And I know a lot of athletes have jumped on that train too of going to the super shakes. And that's why I believe a lot of people like booster juice and things like that, because it's just such a great option for giving you everything you need. Now you have to be careful of, you know, adding in lots of frozen yogurt and things that can add fat. So you want to be just really focusing on those colors of the rainbow and then getting in those other foods that give you a lot of great micronutrients and gut health. And that's what the point of those are. And they're very high in iron, a lot of them too. So not only are they going to help your immune function, but they're going to help your body's ability to uptake um, iron and hemoglobin pairing to your uh, red blood cells. So very important for the body's overall function. So nutrition is a key separation amongst athletes because some do it better than others. It's that, it's that simple really, man. When we focus on giving ourselves the best opportunities to perform, it creates better results and consistency. Think of a Formula One car. If they were given regular, low-quality, unleaded gas, it probably will run, but nowhere near as efficiently or its maximal power output. But it's still a Formula One car, so it will go fast, but not fast enough to compete for those guys that are at the top of the podium. 
So the same applies to athletes. Their bodies can be elite machines, but if they fuel improperly, then they can function. They can't function at their highest potential. So taking pride and discipline in your routine is crucial if you want to compete against the best or at least be a step ahead of your competition. Either way, you will feel the difference when the correct food sources are consumed compared to junk. So focus through on these tips that I gave you. Really open your mind to some of the things that we talked about and the importance of our nutrition and the differences with supplements and how we can try and get that through food sources. Now, I am a precision nutrition coach level one, so I am here to give you recommendations and tips from my experience, but from also what I've learned along the way. And I am not a nutritionist, I'm not a dietitian, so that's why I didn't really get into what specific foods to eat, what are the best ones, because at the end of the day, that is out of my scope. I'm here just to give you the understanding of why it is so important and how it affects us, right? So just know if you wanna get deeper into what specific foods to exactly meal prepping, meal planning, we are not the correct person to tell you exactly what you need to eat. That needs to come from a higher level up of a dietitian nutritionist because they just study it more of what foods are gonna work for each different person. But we have the general consensus of what you do need to get and what you do need to perform. And hopefully in this, we touched base on everything that's gonna help your performance get to the next level and raise your potential of your overall performance. So I appreciate everyone sticking around through the whole podcast. And, you know, I appreciate everyone sticking around to always try and better their mindset. That is what this is all about, trying to make everyone better, just trying to make you guys into the best athletes you can be because time waits for no one. And if you can maximize all these variables in your life, you will get the most out of yourself and your possibly your sports career. So hopefully everyone can reach the best of their ability. And make sure you hit that like, share, subscribe button so that you can get more content. And we'll be coming at you again next week. And for everyone out there, stay strong, stay healthy, stay consistent, and keep developing yourself. Level up.